Veselek svět i šťastlavého nového roku. Vítáju vás v sích dorhý rádiu Suchači na rádiu predáču náš holos rádiu Krínského Koríňa. Hovorit Pavlína. Hello there and welcome to Náš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host, Pavlina. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a great program lined up for you. This will be our last programming, a Christmas program rather, of the... 2016-2017 Christmas season, and it will be focusing largely on New Year and Jordan. But we do have some spoken word features for you. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage will bring you a story about a Yiddish reporter who was in Ukraine in 1933. As well, we have a Kanishka Corner book review, and this will feature a book by a Vancouver Island author, Conflict in Ukraine. As well, we'll have Vasil Pavlovsky with a bit of a blast from the past, and he'll be telling us all about the three feasts of Christmas in Ukrainian tradition. So stay tuned for all of that. We'll also have our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music on a seasonal theme. <laughs> Oh, 
Vinčujemo vás cemi svjatami, štoby šťastju i zdorovju jih prepovadali. Vid novoho roku to čekali, vid novoho roku do Boha vlanja, vid Boha vlanja do voskresenja, vid voskresenja do sto let, poki vam Hospod priznačil vik, Hristos naradil se. Na vizjanji svjata vsi se radujmo, starši i moloči zakoljadujmo. Hristos narodim se isti v Mariji, na vizjanji svjata jak cilili. Hristos narodim se isti v Mariji, na vizjanji svjata jak cilili. Že temna janička zemlju krivaje, a pričesta diva mistja šukaje. Nepolodljane i vafle, ja mi hvatim u silostajenci zanočuvati. Nepolodljane i vafle, ja mi hvatim u silostajenci zanočuvati. Ljude ne prenjali, žalju ne bolo, dla Isusa misti misja ne bolo. U širokim stepi, u bidnim vrtepi, tam pričesta diva na njič prebolo. U širokim stepi, u bidnim vrtepi, tam pričesta diva na njič prebolo. S čaško i dorohe diva spočela, i bošovo sina tam narodila. I našovo spasa položila vjesla, naj tobi Marije duša radije. I našovo spasa položila vjesla, naj tobi Marije duša radije. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shochenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the Foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the Foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the program's support Головна мета Ukraine War Amps – це допомога пораненим воїнам та патріотам, які захищають свободу своєї країни у сьогоднішній війні за Україну. Ukraine War Amps представляє програму «Всинови солдата». З вашою підтримкою наша організація зможе передавати принаймні 50 доларів США щомісяця для цільової підтримки якомога більшого числа українських героїв. 100% зібраних коштів буде передано напряму героям, пораненим у війні за Україну. Програма «Всинови солдата» будує унікальний зв'язок між вами і солдатом, якого ви підтримуєте. Все починається з вас. Візьміть під опіку солдата. Підтримайте героя України. 
Get your early bird weekend passes for Canada's National Ukrainian Festival for only $80. That's $80 for an early bird weekend pass to this cultural showcase in Dauphin, Manitoba, August long weekend. These would make great gifts for any festival lover. Day passes and camping passes also available. Call 1-877-474-2683. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, August long weekend, 2017, Dauphin, Manitoba. See cnuf.ca for updates and for more info.
And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. Today we begin with a dispatch from the past. Kiev in the morning. A lot of people are already walking on the main street Hrishchatek, now called Vorovsky. Everybody holds under their arm a stick of plain black bread, and everyone picks crumbs from it and drops it in their mouth. This applies to men, to women, and to children. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Everybody has a stick of plain black bread under their arm, under their suit coat, under their overcoat, and from there they pick crumbs, crumbs, crumbs. So it goes for an entire city. This traveler's account from the Ukrainian capital in the autumn of 1933 hints at the disaster that afflicted the country in those grim years of the brutal man-made famine. And this rare account comes from one of the very few Westerners allowed into Ukraine at that time. Harry Lang was the labor editor of the Yiddish-language newspaper Jewish Daily Forward, or Forwards, published in New York. It was then the largest and most influential Yiddish newspaper in the world and the largest non-English newspaper in the United States. Lang and his wife Lucy spent several weeks traveling freely throughout Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia. They were able to get in due to a letter of reference by the American Senator William E. Bora, who was the leading advocate for the diplomatic recognition of the Soviet Union by the United States. The Langs had a background to make their trip a journalistic success. They were both born in the Tsarist Empire, Harry in Lithuania and Lucy in Kiev. Both spoke Russian and Yiddish. They could talk with Soviet citizens without the need of an interpreter. In addition, Lucy Lang had extensive connections in Kiev with influential relatives who had participated in the revolution, joined the Communist Party, and had risen into the higher ranks. What is even more fascinating is that the Langs were able to put their trip into a broader context. Their trip in 1933 first took them to the Middle East, including Palestine, then to Western Europe, and finally the Soviet Union. Harry Lang's comparison of an impoverished Jewish collective farm near Kharkiv with the thriving kibbutzim in Palestine ruffled feathers. Lang pointed out, I visited Jewish rural people in several countries. The Palestinian villages have incorporated into their hearts the most beautiful singing. Their collectivization has been imposed by no one. In contrast, Lang was particularly scathing about the state of Jewish life in the bleak and coercive conditions of the Soviet collective farm. He was particularly upset by the state of education and wrote, What indeed do these schools teach them? Everything which has been connected to Jewish intellectualism has been wiped out. But the tragedy of the Ukrainian countryside in the early 1930s went beyond any deficiencies in rural schools. From one of his excursions deep into the countryside, Lang writes of the all-encompassing tragedy. Fields and roads under soldiers. The worst, however, comes later. Driving from village to village, we come upon a village of death. Several dozen little houses, the doors nailed up, not a single creature inside, not a single creature in the gardens and fields surrounding dead chimneys on the roofs, dead windows. Lang wrote a series of about 30 articles about the Soviet part of the trip that were published in the forward newspaper between November 1933 and February 1934. His wife Lucy included some material from the trip in her autobiography, Tomorrow is Beautiful, that was published in 1948. Lang's articles outraged pro-Soviet readers of the forward at a time when the United States had finally recognized the Soviet Union and many Americans were eager for improved Soviet-American relations. Harry Lang was publicly vilified. 
He was expelled from the Socialist Party, and efforts were made to dismiss him from the newspaper. He was even threatened with assassination. Lang remained with the forward for the rest of his career and passed away in California in 1970. Four of Lang's articles have been recently posted on the website academia.edu. Roman Serbin, a historian and professor emeritus of Russian and East European history at the University of Quebec in Montreal, compiled and edited the texts, which were translated from the Yiddish into English by Moshe Dolman of Montreal. Harry Lang's harrowing accounts of famine gripped Ukraine offers a poignant perspective on the Ukrainian Jewish encounter. He bore witness at one of the cruelest moments in Ukrainian history, writing, The peasants were accustomed to waking up in the morning when the cocks would begin to crow. Oh, how the peasants were accustomed. They would sing at work. This is something you don't hear now. It goes without saying that the Ukrainian song of the field, of the steppe, has become famous throughout the world. In Ukraine itself, however, the song is silent. There is no singing in the Ukrainian fields. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
Наша маланка поднестрянка Днистром плыла, ноги мила Днистром плыла, ноги мила Днистром плыла, ноги мила Тай тонкий фартук замочила Тай тонкий фартук замочила Повивітре буйнесенький, висуши фарту, хто несенький, висуши фарту, хто несенький. Повивітре із болота, висуши фарту, як золото, висуши фарту, як золото. Повивітре туди-сюди, висуши фартух по межі люди, висуши фартух по межі люди. У ваших дверях чотири дошки, пустіть маланку до хати трошки, пустіть маланку до хати трошки. Пустіть маланку, будем співати, та з тего ріхів будем кусати, та з тего ріхів будем кусати. Наша маланка подністрянка Дністром плила, ноги мила, Дністром плила, ноги мила. Слухайте радіопередачу «Наш голос» радіо Українського коріння на багатомовній радіостанції AM1320 CHMB у місті Ванкувері. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to «Наш голос» Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Павліна. 
Welcome to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Serhii Akelchik's new book, The Conflict in Ukraine, What Everyone Needs to Know. Serhii Akelchik's book is dedicated to the memory of his mother-in-law, Anna Yeremina, an ethnic Russian patriot of Ukraine. Even though she was a Russian speaker, Anna carefully followed the news about the conflict in Ukraine at her home in Kiev until her very last day in 2014. Her intense Ukrainian patriotism was the inspiration for this book, which focuses on Ukraine's complex national and civic identity. Yakelchuk does not shy away from the complex realities of Ukraine. The very first section of his opening chapter asks the question, what is the Maidan, and what made it top news around the world? He explains the history of Kiev's main plaza, Maidan Nezalazhnosti, Independence Square, as the focus of three rounds of protest which changed Ukraine's history forever. Student protests in 1990, before the fall of the Soviet Union, established the square as a protest venue. In 2004-2005, the Orange Revolution protested a rigged presidential election and resulted in the election of President Yushchenko, who had been poisoned by his political enemies. Finally, in 2013, a protest against the government's rejection of an association agreement with the European Union resulted in the impeachment of President Yanukovych, who later abandoned his country and fled to Russia. This led to new elections and the formation of an interim government in 2014. This relatively short book gives readers a great deal of detail about the history, geography, and political situation of Ukraine. After giving an overview of recent developments, including the annexation of Crimea by Russia and fighting in eastern Ukraine in the first chapter, the author goes on to prehistoric times to describe the genesis of these recent events. Subsequent chapters include the land and the people, the making of modern Ukraine, Ukraine after communism, the Orange Revolution and the Euromaidan, Russia's annexation of the Crimea and the war in Donbass, and building a new Ukraine in a globalized world. Based on solid historical research, the conflict in Ukraine should be required reading for anyone interested in global issues in Eastern Europe. Yekelchip's footnotes and bibliography, as well as his comprehensive chronology at the beginning of the book, speak to his commitment to presenting an accurate and realistic picture of the political situation in Ukraine. As a victim of Vladimir Putin's aggressive foreign policy, Ukraine finds itself in the midst of a war to defend its independence in the face of Russia's annexation of Crimea and brutal attacks by Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine. Clearly, Putin and his government see Ukraine as a crucial battleground in Russia's historical struggle with the West and as a place where Russia must take the last stand. The conflict in Ukraine reveals that the current situation is not only a fight against Russian expansionism, but it is also a fight for the very soul of Ukraine, against domestic corruption, bureaucratic incompetence, and financial mismanagement. Putin's accusations of domestic strife in Ukraine, based on ethnic hatred, are refuted by the author. He bluntly states that both Ukrainian-speaking and Russian-speaking Ukrainians are fighting against the separatists in Donbass. In fact, 
This conflict has increased Ukrainian civic pride and determination to retain its independence from Moscow and to restore its territorial integrity. The resolution to the conflict in Ukraine will not be easy, as can be seen in the final words of the book. The conflict can only be resolved in a wider international framework. Local peacekeeping in Ukraine is a global issue. Dr. Serhiy Yakelchik received his BA from Kiev University and an MA from the Ukrainian Academy of Sciences. He studied in Australia before coming to Canada in 1995 to do his PhD at the University of Alberta. He is currently teaching at the University of Victoria in British Columbia. He has written articles for periodicals such as Origins, Current Events in Historical Perspective, Perspectives on Europe, and The Washington Post. His books include Stalin's Citizens, Everyday Politics in the Wake of Total War, Ukraine, Birth of a Modern Nation, and Stalin's Empire of Memory, Russian-Ukrainian Relations in the Soviet Historical Imagination. The Conflict in Ukraine, What Everyone Needs to Know, is available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
Pavlovsky, and this is Cultural Capsule, especially for Nash Holos. Given that Christmas has just passed, according to those who follow the Julian calendar, which include both Orthodox and Greek Catholic Ukrainians, it would be appropriate for me to greet you with the phrase, Christos Rodivsia, Christ is born, to which the appropriate response would be, Slavimoyho, let us glorify him. This greeting is appropriate all the way through until Yordano, or January 19th which is the day that Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan. Thus, if you ever find yourself in Ukraine during this time of year, do not be surprised if someone greets you in such a manner. In one of the best-known Ukrainian carols, Dobry Vecher Tobi, Good Evening to You, which is sang to the owner of a household when caroling, there are a number of stanzas in succession which sing of three holidays, which will come to believers as guests. The first of these will be the birth of Christ, which... You all know, according to the Julian calendar, falls on January 7th. The second is the Feast of St. Basil, which falls on January 14th, the Old New Year. Contemporary Ukrainians often celebrate the coming of the Old New Year with a ball or banquet. This event is referred to as the Malanka, and is the Feast of St. Melania the Younger, and falls on the eve of the New Year. This evening is also called Shkedri Vecher, and during this period, it is possible for carolers to visit in Senkolyade and Shkedrivke, hence the name of Gliantovich's famous song Shkedri. The third and final holiday mentioned in the carol is Vodokhrestia, which falls on January 19th. The etymology of this word is from the words for water, voda, and christening, Christiania. This is the day which Christ was baptized in the River Jordan. And this being the case, the holiday is by some referred to as Jordan. On this day, and for some time after it, the faithful greet each other slightly differently. Christos Christivsia, Christ was christened, to which the appropriate response is Uriti Jordani in the River Jordan. 
I'm Vasily Pavlovsky, and this week's Cultural Capsule featured the three holidays of the season, which visit Orthodox and Eastern Rite Catholics. To all listeners of Nasholos, may your larders and wallets be full, that health always be with you, and may you live long and prosper.
best in Ukrainian programming, tune in to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio in Vancouver every Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time 
on AM1320 CHMB and streaming at am1320.com. Live in Nanaimo Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM and online at chly.ca and elsewhere in the world on the PCJ Radio Network on AM, FM and Shortwave Radio. In between broadcasts, you can find us online at www.nashholos.com. And our proverb of the week translates as Where there's a will, you will find a way. And that brings us to the end of our last program for the Christmas season of 2016 2017. We'll resume regular programming next week. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holist and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! Oi, uchora is vechora, pasla malon kadvaka chora. Pasla, pasla zahubila, ašuka juči zabudila. Pribludila v čiste i pole, aš tam vasiljko pluško more. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.